Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Alone Today podcast. My name is Joseph and with me today is my wife. Anna. Hello everybody, welcome back. It's good to be back. Um, we've been away for quite a while but we're back um, and we just got to help us stay back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I mean in the last few months uh, there have been different questions that are coming. Mm. Um, and over the next few episodes, we'll be getting to them. Uh, we'll start off with a question from Timothy. Um, and I would, I know we'll read the question and then okay. we'll get into, into it. Okay. So Timothy has said, how can I handle the situation when I find myself getting less attracted to my wife due to certain habits or attitudes she wouldn't change? Communication is a major challenge between us and I value class and taste. While she seems more laid back about appearances, how can I address this and understand her perspective better? Hmm, interesting. Okay. Okay, so you read the question. Do you want to dig deep into it straight on? Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking we should split the question oh, okay. as it comes. So the first one is... Um, how can I handle this, a situation where I'm finding myself less attracted to my partner mm-hmm. due to things that she she won't change? So mm. let's face that. So what do you think? Okay. Um, of course, uh, reading a question like that, mm. there are, it sets your mind wondering on you know what exactly is the context, what's what's the details of mm-hmm. what's going on here. Um, so mm. we're talking about attraction, attitudes, and expectations mm. in just that first question alone. Yeah. Attraction, I believe, is sustained in a relationship. In this case, uh, using the word wife means they're married already. Mm. We're not talking of people that are courting or dating. They're already married. Sustaining the attraction that attracted you, in a mm. sense, in the first instance, would be a function of amongst many other things vulnerability with one another honesty transparency mm. and communication yeah. um i believe that indeed if there are if there is quality communication which the other parts and we'll get to that the other part of the question already says there's a challenge in that regards but if there is openness and and transparency and vulnerability um not trying to play hide and seek uh, but trying to say this is me and this is you and this is us um, and I don't mean the TV series but yeah this is us <laughs> um, and and you are happy to walk through that together mm. then yes um, that attraction can be can be sustained perhaps I'm, I'm just wondering that maybe the issue here is is, is what mm. attracted you to your partner mm in the first instance perhaps is not as solid mm. you know there are many things that can attract a, a, a lady to a guy mm. um, in terms of physical things and you know how she talks a sonorous voice hello brother. yeah hallelujah <laughs> and all those things um and of course many people when they are dating or cutting um fall into the nollywood and hollywood trap of you know wanting to put your best foot forward so you're just making an appearance every time but that's not really who you are and so you then get inside 
the supposedly blissful fence of marriage and then you become yourself and your partner is beginning to wonder who is this <laughs> this is not what i got attracted to in the first instance but then could that be because what you were basing your at what you were defining as the core ingredients influencing your attraction when you were single as a young man mm-hmm. perhaps those were not supposed to be the kind of things that should really attract you sure. um so there is that possibility it's it's not uncommon in this um generation of millennials and gen z's uh in our dating culture to rather value the wrong things mm-hmm. to the end that the things that are causing strains in the marriages of young couples today they are not things that should have been issues in the first instance mm. but simply because we were basing some of the expectations we have on marriage mm. on the misguided ideologies from hollywood and nollywood and gallywood and bollywood and whatever woods mm. are out there um informing our choices but peter was writing um um in first peter mm. chapter 3 and i thought to um just read a few verses from that um from the philips translation i would use the philips translation this is the part where he's beginning to uh, speak a word to wives and husbands uh, mm. to married christians if you will now it says your beauty should not be dependent on an elaborate coiffure or on the wearing of jewelry or fine clothes but on the inner personality the unfading loveliness of a calm and gentle spirit a thing very precious in the eyes of god mm. now the point to double down on here will be to ask him what was described there as being very precious in the eyes of god are those same qualities very precious in your eyes and again this is not to belittle the issue of appearance i mean i've heard marriage ministers and you know on social media saying all these things you know as a wife she should be dressing like this and dressing like that or whatever mm. there's a place for that no doubt but really if someone is getting all that right and she's on fleek and every time she appears the mascara is on you, point you know what on fleek the, is. yeah wow. um, <laughs> that's interesting so so it comes down back to that issue of really are these are these things that god is placing great value on are they also valuable to us and that's a what to all young men out there listening to this the real thing that matters the real thing that i believe god is wanting us to prioritize has to do with whether or not you know this beauty that is hidden within is finding expression out if that's there you have something to continually stay attracted to i believe for mm. the rest of your life there is way more to a lady than the a physical appearance but that's mm. not to say the physical appearance does not matter so that's one mm. and then the other side that i'm looking at it from is to say could it also be that actually the person asking this question timothy is blindfolding himself to his own errors mm. to his own mistakes because if the tables were to be turned and timothy's wife has the opportunity to ask um a question from a podcast host mm. <laughs> on hand hostess as the case may be 
to say I'm having issues in my marriage, our story would probably be different mm. and would also probably involve the fact that Timothy has got some attitudes that he's not willing to change. Mm. Part of which perhaps would be an attitude of insisting on a certain kind of appearance that she just doesn't think that's her um, or she expects him to be more understanding in terms of how you know she wants to appear so those those are the two yeah sides that are swinging in my head in terms of how i'm processing that okay what's your thoughts mm, my my thought my initial thought actually um it's, it's similar to yours mm. when when i read the question when i read the full question about how that um she seemed more laid back mm-hmm. and da, da, da. my first thought was well, she was the same person you caught you like you dated mm-hmm. like you must have seen a laid backness mm-hmm. and still fell in love with her mm. so my question to th- Timothy mm-hmm. is is it possible that there are underlying issues issues that are going on in the house mm. that is now um transiting in just this appearance this appearance thingy mm-hmm. are, there, are there little foxes that are spoiling the vine mm-hmm. that Timothy mm-hmm. is not really ready to open up and say but just basing everything on appearance because mm-hmm. the mess the 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 question did not read as though she was very classy and everything then she became laid back mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. as though that's how she, she's ever been she doesn't really care about flashy things or looking pep and everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well if she had been like this why is it not becoming a contention now mm. in the marriage mm. and if it's a contention what exactly is happening is it are there other things is there unfulfillment is there uh, i don't know are there issues that both of them are dealing with that is now making him want to say want to complain about just this one thing mm. that he's doing so apart from that's why i just thought to ask how did you meet her if you met her like this why do you want her to change all of a sudden mm. Mm. and just to let timothy know again as well that people can't just change overnight you can't ins- you can't insist on someone changing mm. and i've learned from living with a six-year-old boy that the more you talk to her, if it's just a child though, mm. the more you tell a child, yeah, uh, you're not doing this thing well, you're not doing this thing well, the more they don't do the thing well. Yeah, yeah. But immediately I change the narrative and I switch to, wow, you just did this well, Joshua. Well done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the next one hour or two hours become a flurry of Oh, I want to impress mom. I want to impress mom. I want to do better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know sometimes, yes, they do take our praises. Um, they take they take the make at times, and they just misbehave because they know you won't tell them off. Yeah. But when you profess something to someone, when you when you see the good they do rather than the bad, that you hammer on the good, mm. it makes them want to be better. That's why I think about the first question, just to check how they were before they met. Mm-hmm. Why is this mm-hmm. coming up now? Mm-hmm. And whether they need to address those other issues before then coming to their parents. So mm-hmm. the second part of the question says that um, communication is a major challenge between us. The man is saying he values class and taste, whilst the woman is laid back about her appearance. 
So he's asking her, could, how can he address this and understand her perspective better? Which is actually a good standpoint mm-hmm. to recognize what the problem is mm-hmm. and then choose to want to understand her perspective better. Mm-hmm. We should have started by this by applauding um, where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. But my first question regarding the communication is, do you know how she likes you? I know you value taste and class. Mm-hmm. Does she value the same thing? Um, maybe does she really like? Is she is she impressed mm-hmm. if you're all in if you're all dressed with the blazer and then jeans and then trainers and all of that? Mm-hmm. Or is she the kind of a woman that just likes you in shorts and a simple top? Mm. So it's I'm just saying if you find if you're saying the communi- that communication is a bit of a struggle between the two of you mm-hmm. then you should try and see what her perspective is does she feel you're doing too much with your own appearance mm. and that's making her finger big i can't even be bothered i know i ask why i say this i'm like your wife timothy mm. before i go back to my husband i'm very laid back with my dressing I could wear color riot. I could <laughs> wear orange and pink. I don't really mind anything. Whatever, if I like it and it's comfortable for me, I can wear it. Mm-hmm. So I don't really mind them going to church with fascinator on your head, then your fascinator matching your heels, and your <laughs> and your jacket matching your bag. It's I don't. It's it's I don't really care. <laughs> In my opinion, mm-hmm. and I know my uh, my whole church girls would actually attest to this. Mm. When I got married to my husband, and I saw how her, her this one likes wearing double-breasted suits with uh, matching, uh, what do they call them? With matching vest. Is it vest you call that thing it's, that you wear inside suit when it's three-piece? Waistcoat. Ah. <laughs> with matching waistcoats with shoes it's just from my husband's mouth and I know that when you wear a black shoe you have to wear a black belt and because there was a time where we were getting ready for church and he was he, he was kept saying I'm looking for my brown belt I'm looking for my brown belt ah, just wear the black one now and he looked at me as I'm an alien like I knew how can you wear a black belt with a brown shoe and I looked at him back as he was the alien like how can you not who's looking at your belt I went on and on and like, on and on and but, but all those little instances made me um, understand him mm-hmm. how he likes his things being done. He could spend like 30 minutes ironing just one shirt that he's wearing to church. Whereas I'll just dig into the wardrobe, look for a dress that is not too rough, look at it up and down, try to shake it, try to shake the wrinkles out and put it on. <laughs> That's me all done. But because of his meticulousness, mm-hmm. It, be- it began to rub on me. Mm. So me, that would shake my wrinkles. Uh, I'll be like, uh, can you hear me iron this? But I'll tell him with the caveat. Just iron it roughly. Don't just do, <laughs> don't do your <laughs> thorough one. Just do the shuk, 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 and let me go on. Mm. But that is me being flexible. I'm trying to, mm. trying to, um, not match his appearance, so to say, try to like what he likes, so to say, mm. like giving an inch. Mm. So with you, Timothy, and your wife, you're the one who likes the class and the style, mm. and she's the one who likes the laid backness. Yeah, Proverbs 27, verse 17. The NIV version says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So, to Timothy, as you like value and class, so help your wife to like value and class. I've just said, it, I've just said a few ways you can. Help that. her. Okay. 
and that's that's because I would imagine that that's what he's been trying to do, but yeah. thinks the wife is intentionally being unresponsive so, to that. So he said he mentioned something specific communication. Mm-hmm. So that means he's been using his words to say, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm-hmm. Can you not do better? Mm-hmm. Can you not change the top and wear the pink one? Mm-hmm. The pink doesn't match the brown. Why are you putting on this? Do you want yeah, to? Yeah. So it's been using words and words are not working. Mm-hmm. So when when I read the question, the list really inspired me mm-hmm. on other things, other ways that she might subconsciously mm-hmm. start to agree with Timothy without yeah. him actually using words I see. to I do see. it. So um one of the one one of the things you could pre-iron her clothes. So, you know you're going to a party on Saturday. Today's a Friday. Mm. She's already said, oh, I think I'll wear that black dress. I'll just wear it like that. And you, you know what you're going to wear. Mm. The day before, iron it and hang it there. Mm. As she walks past, she begins to admire like, hmm, it's actually nice. Mm. Look, with it all all straightened Looking up, with the matching you. jacket and mm. the shoe. That way, you're, you're, she's, you're, um, you're teasing her gently towards your way without actually manipulating like. Without actually making her feel bad about her own perspective. Mm-hmm. Another thing you could do is you could buy things. So you like class, mm-hmm. yeah? Buy them for her. There's one time before marriage, I was listening to all this, you know, them preacher women that will tell you, ah, when you're going to bed, wear the most sexy lingerie um, with the matching vest and the matching robe and everything. It sounded so good. <laughs> but I think some of them failed to notice that some of us, we can't stand cold. How can you? How can you? If if just pulling your clothes to make you sneeze, mm-hmm. and they're asking you to wear sexy lingerie to bed, how can you survive without getting sick? <laughs> what the spirit told me is that th- these women saying all these things, they are saying it from experience because they know what they're saying, yeah, and they know what's been helpful. Yeah, he said to me, obviously I have like um, cold issues and I can't overexpose myself because mm-hmm. I will start sneezing. Why not change? He said, "Why not change your wardrobe to the things that are nice and that suits you?" Mm-hmm. So even if I, um, if I, if I'm t- if you're tired and you just want to pull something to wear in the night, it's something nice. Mm-hmm. It is pre-done. You've you've already done the hard work. All you mm-hmm. need to do is to choose. And don't buy anything oversized or anything that you would you would look upside that you that would that wouldn't look good on you. Mm-hmm. So buy what you what you like. Mm-hmm. So for for Timothy and his wife, yeah. Mm-hmm. Buy the classy thing you want to see, mm-hmm. and don't buy it in a in a mancho way to say, ah, I don't like your choice. I'm getting this for you instead. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's to say, it make it romantic, mm-hmm. make it a special occasion. Like my, I just walked past a shop and I saw this beautiful dress, and I saw you, and then I thought, whoa, mm-hmm. it will so suit you. That's beautiful. You buy it, and mm-hmm. um, not, not that you buy it and bring it home like that. You have a discussion about it first. Mm-hmm. Do you think you would like it? Or would you do a video call do something to make it a moment mm. so the next time she trusts your judgment to choose for her mm. and not that in not in a forceful way and then I, i'm regarding the communication that's also your tone mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we all know nobody can change anybody only god does the work in our heart he does mm. the changing so even when you buy all these things and she's still not um she's still laid back and doing her own thing let her be mm let her be and this is the flexibility of even you try to be laid back like her mm-hmm. and see whether in your laid backness there can be class in it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there can be class in just wearing a simple shirt and top 
It can be class in just wearing the simplest thing. Class is not in the clothes. Mm-hmm. It's not in the in, in the shoe or the bag. It's in the carriage. Mm. So someone might wear something very expensive and just look drab. Mm-hmm. Another person might wear something inexpensive and stand tall mm. and confident in it. So be flexible. Mm. Mm. Like what she likes and see if that would make her want to consider your way as well. And the last thing is, yeah, try laughing off issues as well. Mm. So even when she's rob on you and she's really not listening to you, try to see the fun in it. It's yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's impossible when your emotions are like really like I want to give it back, I want to give it back. Mm. But just let the devil not put a stronghold on this appearance thing. Yeah, yeah. Take him off. Like take his bite. Take the bite off. I mm. know now it's, it's it's as though it's a big issue. Yeah. But show him that it's not as big as he's making it. Yeah. There's this book we just read in our church. It's called Speak Life, and we learned there like the devil does not make you do anything. He mm. only suggests things. You can not follow his advice. You can try not to make this appearance an issue. Mm. And just like the wife you married, so to say, just be with her and then love God mm. together. Mm. I've heard old, older couples say sometimes they, they, they like their husband in suits and everything. And they, fe- they thought it was a no, um, it was a, it was a, what's the word? It was one of the things they can never relent on. Mm. That I, it must also, it must wear suits when we we're going out. But over time in their marriage, she's even the one buying the dancing key and the yeah, buba and yeah. the agbada for him because yeah. taste change as we go on. It mm. might feel, now this might feel like a big issue. But as you grow together, become friends, as you weather tougher issues together, yeah. as children comes and as family matters arise, you find that all this issue would become non-issue. Indeed. It's Indeed. it's more of the journey, isn't it, Kola? Indeed. Than how it is now. It's it's progressive. We don't get to see the end result. But when we make now, when we when we tolerate each other in the now, it makes the later bearable mm. and even much more peaceful than we could ever uh, imagine mm. yeah that's what i thought to share so that's what i'm saying oh wow thank you very much that's that's really helpful mm. um so kind of trying to tie it all together and recap we're saying on the one hand um leveraging on the question of team there is a message here for single single brothers and single sisters alike indeed that we should ensure that we shape our values through the lens of what God values. Mm. That's foundational. But then on the other side of I do, within the context of marriage, mm. there is the need to continue to you know, grow in attraction. Mm. And the fuel for that, we said, is communication. More often than none, when people are saying there's a communication challenge, mm. it's probably because we are not communicating rightly. Mm. We thought communication is all about, I say what I want to see, I, what I want you to hear, and I expect that you take it and you run with it. That's mm. not communication. The emphasis in communication is, I want to understand the other party. Mm. Not so much, I want the other party to understand mm. me. But when that is mutual, when both parties are wanting to understand one another rather than wanting to make a point, then there is every likelihood that the mutuality of wanting to understand one another will lead to a flourishing of understanding indeed. Mm. 
in which case you are able to treat one another with grace you are able to major on the major and minor on the minor mm. you are able to be more forgiven when the other person is not quote unquote meeting your expectation True. you are able to recognize the fact that even you are a work in progress mm. and things like that and then you are able to find creative ways to actually express your love languages to one another mm. in a way that then makes what would have come across as correction romance oh i love that when correction mm. can be romanticized <laughs> in a beautiful godly manner how sweet that would be yeah. no man wants to be told what to do no woman wants to be bullied around as to this is what this is how i expect you to do things mm. so indeed the gender is inconsequential we all want to be loved the one thing everyone responds to is love and acceptance mm. and so when that is in place you two can move mountains together mm. and the attraction should naturally flourish and grow my wife and i have been married for seven years now we celebrated our seventh anniversary just last week but in those seven years i am pretty confident that there are certain things that my wife has been asking of me since year one that's till year seven I'm still not yet like fully there. Let me just make it more practical by citing specific examples, like not finding things, you know, when your wife asks <laughs> you to go find it or not um, putting no, things back go, where go, they go, should go, be. Flesh it out. When your wife asks you to find things, what happens? Yeah. So, I mean, it <laughs> how that often plays out in our context is my wife is working in the kitchen and then she says, oh, can you help me go get so-and-so thing in the bedroom upstairs? And, you know, she describes sometimes where it is or whatever. And I go with all the gusto of the obedient <laughs> husband that wants to, you know. No, just you just go. I just go. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I get to the room and look for the stuff and I go back and not, I wouldn't say that I can't find it. I would say that it's not there because I'm sure that I've looked everywhere that, you know, it could possibly be and it's just not there. Mm -hmm. And then I come back and I tell my wife, um, it's not there. And then she goes that's with the, first. she looks at me. Sometimes she would, sure? she, no, you, yeah, that's when you are being gentle. When you are being anu, you would be like, where did you look? <laughs> and then I'll say, you said I should look at XYZ place. And yeah, that's where I look. I should be like, are you sure it's not there? And then she goes with the only, only sanctimonious um, gate and payosco steps right. of um, St. Anu that is very, very humbly proud and proudly humble. <laughs> Um, and then she goes there and indeed whatever it is is right there i just don't know why i couldn't find it and that keeps happening since year one till year seven um and yes as simple as that is that can possibly tear your marriage apart mm. if that's not well handled um so yeah that's that's just one out of many examples i could give I, i'm fond of not returning things back to where they are and my wife has preached that to me since before we got married oh Till now. Oh, and he's found he's very fond of not putting things back to where they are, but mm -hmm. putting putting things back <laughs> very neatly to where it doesn't belong. <laughs> so sometimes, which is a step wait, in the right direction. Wait, sometimes you you find a, a pair of very neatly 
put shoes, arrange shoes, put in the basket of a bike. <laughs> that was the that was the funniest one I've ever seen. Or he would put his shoes and the children's shoes very neatly under the chair <laughs> when the shoe shop is there which is a good thing initially I mean, like this was like it's not scattered all over the place it's neatly arranged yeah. somewhere in the house initially I'm expecting was, i'm expecting that you'd be like oh wow this is yeah, that, that's what I'm this is genius <laughs> that's what i'm coming to initially i was like uh-uh uh-uh but there was just a day when i saw the shoes i thought this is actually funny. <laughs> like, it is just put them there. But I reached him by sizes. <laughs> so he's on first they like, just shows on. Then someone's one. He would like sometimes they would do it so neatly. I'll think actually let's leave it there. <laughs> like you'll be so convincing. But that's life for you. We're all different. And Absolutely. Have Absolutely. our own different ways of doing things. We just have to try and take the bite out of all these mini issues and not let them mm. affect our lives. Yeah. Absolutely. So there you go, Tim. And there you go, Tim's wife. Um, it's a pity we couldn't, as it were, hear from your side of the yeah, story. Yeah, that would be so good. Um, that would have been really good to, to get into the reasoning behind, you know, your wanting to be laid back and how you would have rather expected your husband to approach that and understand you for that but we're hoping that the few thoughts we've shared can be helpful in Mm. some ways or the other so thank you very much uh tim for your question thanks uh, everyone that is listening um and if you also have a question like this that you would like to ask us you can go to josephkolaole.org and fill the form on the website to drop a question or you can reach out to us via any of our social media platforms and we'll be glad to hear from you yes and next week dv we will be back with another episode and till then just remember you're not alone today today god bless you Bye bye for now